If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the Jazzcast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. Jazzcast Pros. Fathers, do you or have you recognized that you compare yourself to your father, whether he's in the picture, out of the picture, somewhat there, attentive, good, bad, whatever it may be. We oftentimes compare our our success, our failures to the things they have gone through or taught you, if any, whether you recognize and realize that your actions, your behaviorism, even how you think is due to who came before you. I'm going to show him. I'm going to do better. I'm going to provide this. I'm not going to leave all these words coming from a place of pain, the broken, because it's not hold. It's not fully taught. The path I set there before myself, I thought it was permanent. I was just a rude boy. I wasn't soft, but I was better. I was better than my father. In my mind, I was better than my father because I didn't do what he did verbatim. But I have caused the same amount of destruction. For some of us, it's the way of life. But I want to start out by asking this question, is fatherhood broken? The traditions of fatherhood has been gravely destroyed all in front of our faces without realizing it, especially for the black man. Children are left with the impression, thinking that they need to fix the path which is inherited as if we are dedicated to be poor, ignorant, homeless, hungry, angry. If we think if we fix this, we will be better. They will come back. We will be loved. We will belong. And that's further from the truth. Greetings and welcome to Father Torch, the podcast to help you, the new and renewed father, be the dad you wish you had. I'm your host, Ra founder of Abimelech Foundation, an artist, a father of nine. My mission is to help you reclaim your powers and ease your concerns about being a father in today's social climate. My topic today is, is fatherhood broken? It's a question of self-reflection and something for you to think about as we go on to this episode. Three years ago, I was in a coma. Surviving a coma has put me in a different state of mind. The experience you experience in that that, that realm, that journey, is like no other. It made me understand my position as a father and why I do the things I do. The question is, is fatherhood broken? Has given me a baseline to really evaluate my fathering, my skills, my overall ability to execute, protect, love, and respect. Respect my ancestors, respect the fathers before me, and understand that I am not alone. 
You ever wonder to yourself as a son of a father or a daughter of a father, but I speak immensely to my men right now, it's fatherhood broken. And when I speak of broken, I'm speaking to the mentality is the mental, spiritual, and physical of fatherhood, the advocacy of which we promote to our children. Surviving a coma or waking up from a coma, I had time, abundance amount of time to think about or have a better perspective on fatherhood. In this time and space, in the broken, I was my father and myself at the same time. I thought about what was being taught to me, what I thought was a lesson, and what I thought was a, a blessing. And the key word I say, and I mention to you, thought, because again, there is no manual, there's no, there's no right, wrong, always right away. Not to say there's no guidance, absolute, or there's no how to, but until you experience it, it's just a different beast. By the time I woke up and recognized through my cries, my outrage, my just my confusion of fatherhood, the techniques, the teachings. So I was not prepared. In my mind, I was better than my father because I didn't do what he did verbatim, but I have caused the same amount of destruction. And although I have surpassed him in some areas and some things, but because he's young, you gloat and, you know, you show off, right? Which is normal. But I did it in a way that is not becoming because it didn't help me or prepare me for the next level. However, I was above spoken to because I got so accustomed to not having such guidance or certain type of love that would curve me because I was being always told what I should be versus what I could be. The purpose of fatherhood is to have your child rise above you, meaning to do better. The traditions of fatherhood has been gravely destroyed all in front of our faces without realizing it, especially for the black man. The position of fatherhood is such a disgusting word now because it, it, it almost is like a bad word. Even though we know better, it's displayed this way. You ever see a black man go to a, a hospital with his wife or a girlfriend or even just his sister and he is looked upon a certain way as if, like, why are you here? Oh, you started to stick around. The stigma, the stink of failure is like it's attached to fatherhood. Although we have brave, strong, black and brown men out here doing anything. And let me say to you, let me salute you, my brothers. They do anything. And still, that stigma sticks to them like a skunk. A stench that you cannot describe, but yet you taste and smell it and you know it. In this today's episode, I'm going to share with you a personal truth and a lesson in which I've learned. On all the things of being a father and the things or not to do to be a father. When I was younger, I cried a lot. I cried inside because I was lost. 
lost in how to be a better father, but I want to admit what I didn't know. And just observing what others might do, because I'm assuming here what it is, they how they go about doing things. As a young father, you are put under pressure because, again, you made a statement. You made a bold statement. I'm going to do better without plan A or B. And all we all know, B supports. Hey, so the, the understanding and the trials of purpose of fatherhood was unclear to me. So it's easy for me to speak broken, think broken, speak the language of deceiving demons because I didn't have no understanding. Once I woke up, I recognized my understanding of what it meant to be a father. However, by that time, I don't conflicted so much pain, confusion, animosity, you name it. I have done it, not maliciously or directly to hurt my children or anyone, but I need to make it better. And I never took the time to heal, but I remember the pain. It's, <laughs> it's painful. It's painful. And I say this because fatherhood can be deceiving because you look at everyone else and you're thinking everybody have their shit together. And it's not so true. It is very deceiving and very one-sided at times. The respect is not there. The aberration is not there. Not even the, the love as it used to be. Because everything nowadays is spoiled. Everything nowadays is insignificant and desires and my emotions. But there's no... There's no willingness to make it happen. There's no effort or ambition to want and do better. So you have your seeds to go further than you, to hold your child above you, that liberty. We don't promote this anymore. We don't even know that we are deceiving ourselves, much less others feeding that deceitfulness to us. The pain, the confusion, the frustration, that come with being a big man, father, king, ruler, especially as a black man in this world, is a double standard, double talk, double statutes when it comes to manhood, overshadowed by the perception of fatherhood. It's confusing. It can be damaging. Excuse me. It is damaging. No one wants to be a failure, much less a deadbeat dad, but it's being promoted this way. All this has been advocated so much so that even a good father will question his abilities and his effort because to his one voice, we have thousands out there of other influences that would deceive your child to make you the liar, even though you're talking the truth. Wickedness are being glamorized and your children are being easily deceived. Then you have other parents who are irresponsible who will agree with this, such deceit. However, there are more than few who are doing all that is necessary and all that is given, you know, under the fatherhood code, respect, techniques to rid yourself of someone who gives you the energy, reciprocity, you know, justice, you know, manhood that prepare you for fatherhood. Just my opinion. I believe it's broken, but 
hear me out to the end and I can give you my true opinion of what I mean and follow me so we can unravel that. I say fatherhood can be deceiving or looks can be deceiving. It's because children are left with the impression, thinking that they need to fix the path which is broken, that is inherited through their father to them. As if we are dedicated to be poor, ignorant, homeless, hungry, angry, just overall left alone. The other part of it is we choose and create our own chaos as we grow older. And we build on this. We make a foundation on this because we think that's what we need to do to be better. We need to be ruthless, harder, stronger, have more of a masculinity, show no emotions or mercy. And all the time, we are dying inside. We, we need more understanding and overstanding of fatherhood in itself. It's a balance. It falls on both sides, good and bad. The problem is with fatherhood is that we have too much traditions without value. We have too much mix-up that is being glamorized and promoted. We have too many fathers promoting one thing and living in another way. And our children sees to these things and they are angry, confused, and out of order. And we can't blame them. We can't even say if they already knew and what they knew. The thing is, they recognize the power as, as we did at one time before we became corrupted, confused, and mad. As a young man, my teaching of fatherhood was not a good thing. I was never taught to deal with my problems, cope with my emotions. As a father, it was never taught to me that when problems happen, I'm going to sit down and pray about it, think about it, go amongst my brothers, reason with the village. I was taught to deal with things on my own, mind your business, don't tell no one your business, show no weaknesses, no emotions. But inside, confuse, damage, or damaging in myself. All that I thought was right and all that I thought that was good, but it wasn't. And I didn't realize that it wasn't until long after. And even when I did realize it is, who cares, right? Because I'm already no good. I don't convince myself that I was no good. But yet, again, I am better than him, right? Because I didn't do what he did. I didn't abandon you. I didn't beat you. I didn't cripple your thoughts and dreams. I didn't damage your future. Or did I? How didn't I do the same thing? How did I do better? Was I attentive? Was I loving? Was I overstanding? Was I breaking the cycle of what I which I went through? The question I couldn't answer honestly, because again, my pride, my upbringing wouldn't allow me to admit that or submit to that truth. I've done things to survive, didn't make it right, but I survived because I thought that was the only way I can get through. I use every tactics in my, in my arsenal. I use ignorance. I use brute force. I argue, I bite my teeth, I showed my claws. I roar and I blew like the dickens. 
to get my point across because I thought I was or becoming the broken as my father's without understanding, without knowing what this meant to me. Allow me to go into the mindset of broken. In the world of broken, you are the creator. You create your own world. You are God. Playing the game and results of death and destruction, you are the ruler in this realm. However, anybody who wants to take on the mantle of being a God, I say to you, good luck. It is hard to mimic such power and grace at the same time, to mimic humbleness and the ability to to forgive. It is not an easy task. So I say to you, my brothers, my hat goes off to you to truly believe that you can play this role and play this role alone. In this mindset, again, broken, you often create and destroy in this realm. It is not a a world of order. It's not complete chaos because, again, you are creating this. But there's no aim. There's no learning. There's no learning from their mistakes. It's just creating a world that you think you're going to be comfortable once you create it. Because if it's more like you, right, you'd be more likely to be, you know, yourself. But how can you do that when you didn't love yourself? How you create a world that you don't know yourself? You have to know yourself. You have to love yourself. Because if you can't do that, what good is it? What good can you be or how good can you be to yourself, much less to your children? As a father, it is important. It is very important for us to be mindful of the world in which we create. The children are one aspect of that world, but however, you played a bigger part because you create the realm, the thinking, the speaking, the act, the spiritual connection. We do empower which kind of spirit we want around us. They don't come voluntarily. We draw them, good or bad, we draw them to us. Through our mouths, our tongues, we manifest these powers even as far as creating our own destruction. So here it is. I created this world. I created this world that I was always the right one. I did things. I was right because I knew better. I knew how it feels to be hungry. I knew how it feels to be homeless. I knew how it feels to be damn it against the world because I was angry at my father because that son of a gun did not teach me or be a man to me. That was my thinking. The realm of broken, the realm of being broken. And when I built my world and mighty was it the world, the mighty will look at my world and say, oh, behold, beautiful, courageous. I mean, the strong. And no matter what I looked at, no matter how much I built, I can never feel satisfied because to be satisfied, I had to love something. I had to care for something. And that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. I can't care 
and love something and expect to be shown strong gratitude or even even be humble to it. So I destroy it. I ruin relationships. I distance myself. I curse anything that reminds me of him, not realizing that involves me too. No matter how good the comments were or the praise was, it was never good enough because it wasn't him. It wasn't good enough because it wasn't him. Even though I was angry and furious, I still wanted that son of a gun validation to make me feel whole, special, belong. And because I couldn't get that, because again, I'm not talking to him. I have no idea where he is. I'm by myself. I'm having the baby mama trauma and I'm having the my trauma and the world's trauma on top of me. And how can anybody help me when I think everybody's against me? How can I know when anyone is helping me if I'm drowning in my own blood? And the thing is, no matter how much I or you try to help me, I reject you. Because, again, I can't tell the difference. All I know is that I'm drowning and I feel no way out. So the best thing I do when I feel like I have no way out and I feel like there's nothing happening, I seek death. I seek death. And death is a whole different beast. But before I get there, before I get there, before you seek death, a person often looks at their worthiness and looks at what they are worth. Fathers go through this many times over, sometimes doing the same dumbest shit and don't realize they're repeating the same thing all because they didn't learn the lesson from the past present and that often means the future because they in the present which dictates the future a lot of times when we are thinking about worthiness your worth we're thinking about the purpose of your happiness your security and the wholeness that we strive for the complete self and defined by the abilities look love and speak with a chargeable word of wisdom right knowledge and experience that describes the complete self and belonging to those who look like you, love you, speak you, say speak like you and look like you. If you have all these aberrations, these things instilling you, then death is not something you look forward to. But without those worthy qualities and aberrations, you seek death. And even as a grown man, I may have been suicidal but it doesn't mean a thought hasn't crossed my mind or crossed my path. But in my world, in my world of the broken, I sought out death. This occurs after a lot of all of you godly ways and powers have been exhausted, right? In this world, you are exhausted because you built so much to try to alchemate your achievements, your goals, things you have done. You could have been a CEO and do all these wonderful things, 500, you know, fortune company, and you still exhaust that godly power which you use and thought you was creating. It was ultimately just destroying or creating your own destruction. Reaching a point of no return, you feel the loneliness that only promotes destruction. I myself, one time, used to think, you know, 
a warrior's death is the, is the way you should go out, guns and glory. But that is not a warrior's way. Not in Sankofa, not in tribes, not even the Rastafari way. A warrior protects. A warrior protects. And in today's society, it's not promoted. I mean, black families, brown families are being destroyed left and right for decades, centuries. It's catastrophic, psychological damage to the black and brown families in communities nowadays and then some. What more can you do to destroy a black family other than take away or remove the father from the household? Send him back broken, without a purpose. He would destroy their house inside and out because he feels no worth or feel worthy. And as a warrior king, there's nothing worse than feeling empty and loneliness with no understanding, with stigma attached to you like thinking skunk and nothing worse than that. And a woman, the mothers are left to defend what was or what used to be a man, a father, a warrior king. But you live and learn. Understanding a warrior or a warrior king, don't seek death. A warrior protects, protects the ones he loves, protects those he loves. And understand his role is not to simply just die, but to die for the ones he love. And it's not simply to be disappeared because you die, but the teachings and the lessons which I promote will always live on only because I instill love, ambition, reciprocity, justice, humility. I promoted my liberty with my seeds and my queen kept that legacy by teaching them the same thing as I am demonstrating to them. And you cannot create your own death and seek honor. But again, we was never taught this. We was never taught to love and to die for those you do love and honor instead of dishonor or disgrace. So our children learn and everything is happening nowadays, they are learning from us fathers. They are learning for the broken techniques, the monarchy. They are learning the damage and destruction from our mistakes and our teachings. I ask a question, is fatherhood broken? I gave an answer in a way that it may seem that I agreed 100% that it is broken. However, to be fair, I'm going to speak my true answer for this. As a father, one of the most powerful things you can do is to hold your child purposely and gain insight into their worthiness in their existence, in your life as a father. As a result, because we have failed this lesson, and as a result, we should try to focus on healing from our own traumas and begin teaching the lesson of forgiveness and the ability of being vulnerable since we have failed this lesson. And fathers, today, it should be a blessing for your children to be in your life. Keyword, in your life. Even though you brought them forward, they should be a blessing to be in your life. The whole point of a legacy 
is the continuancy of the lessons uh, which we're supposed to learn as we grow so that your seed can keep planting and improving that farming, that caring, that nurturing, so that your words, your teachings will live on far beyond your flesh. We as fathers today, we are not broken. We may see broken and we think we need to fix it, but in reality, the broken that which we are trying to fix and we are trying to overcome, we should try to stop fixing it. The ruins are not a sore or a place to be feared. They're in a place of time and space at the same time. And it's there to remind you of the lesson that you need to learn. So we do not repeat it, but we often feel this lesson because we think through the anger and the emotions and the things we've seen and we felt that we need to fix it to be better. However, hardship can be painful and hardship and reality oftentimes are not our best friends, but we must learn to overcome and do it together where your hardship is my burden and my burden is a, is, is a lesson for someone else or your own to do better. You got to cut the scar. You got the callus. You did the hard work. Not just do the hard work so your children can be easy raised, but it's to pave the way. Our fathers before us did not correct the road because it seemed broken to them. They added to it. They added to it. They built as they went. They stored, restored as they gone, but they never fixed it. And those who could fix it, did it one piece at a time, never alone and never alone. So I say to you, fatherhood is not broken, but in fact, a place and a space in time for us to learn from, to bear witness to what was, what is, and what could be. Think of this, think about this, and everything I'm saying to you, Learn the lesson. Learn your lesson that you can do better going forward. But if you don't learn your lesson, you are doomed to repeat the very same thing that defeated you. You. Not your father, not the father before him. A lot of times we look at their failure as weaknesses and we think we can do better because we're younger, we're smarter, we know more. We are aware. Awareness does not mean you're wise. It does mean that you're fearless. It has its place, but it's not in every space. So I say with respect to my brothers, let us do better of teaching our youth. Let us do better and being vulnerable with them, speaking to them the truth and not covering up the pain. If you cannot be vulnerable with them, who else could you be? And if you can't love yourself, you cannot be what you want to be, which is the dad you wish you had. Self-care, self-love, guidance, all in one breath. That'd be all for this episode today. Please subscribe. Subscribe to my podcast. Tune in for the next episode next week about Father Torch, where we can discuss other topics. Please get ready to be 
yourself. Get ready to be yourself. Be the dad you wish you had is more than just a, a saying. It's a beacon. My fathers, please subscribe. Check me out next week. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment. Please, I would love to hear what you think. Be kind. Be blessed. To all that is listening, thank you. You could be anywhere else. You're here listening to me. Ra, I tell you, I am greatly appreciative of this. And thank you again. I'll see you next week. Be blessed. Jagai.